We're learning the first sicha on Parshas Tzav and Chelek Chav Beis on page 16. This shi is being learned, Lilanishmas, Rav Yosef ben Yamin ben Rav Menashe Koltman. Begendem Eisham Arocha, Vosas Geven, Eifem Mizbeach, regarding the fire that was on the Mizbeach, in Atziur, Ruvutza Ka'ari, in the shape of crouching like a lion. That's the Lashon that it says in the Gemara. Shteten Zayar, so the, the Zayar says about this more details from Haitiga Sedra in this week's Parsha. Ados is the Malach Uriel. What this is resembling is the Malach Uriel, which is Uriel, a lion. This is uh, the shape of the fire on the Mizbeach. Was Favaisich in and therefore it appears in this uh, form. On the Bai Zakta Zayat Svelishainis, and here in the Zayar we find two different expressions regarding this fire. First, the Zayar says, as is Chazi, it appears, It appears as a strong lion that's lying or that's crouching on its prey. Then the Zayar says that it appears, like a large lion, that lies on the carbon. So two different expressions here. And there's a difference between them, as the Rebbe explains now. The Rebbe's father stops and explains the difference in the two times the Zayah describes the fire in the Mizbeach. So Aleph, the first time, the first time it says that it's a mighty line, a strong line. The second time the Zayah describes this lion as a large, big line. Bayes, another change here is, that the lion lies on its prey. That it lies on the carbon, on the, on the carbon that's brought on the Mizbech. What's the difference? When as Mavaya, that his father explains, as an Arya Shib Makovel, Yonas and in the lion that exists above in the holy chariot of Hashem, there are two different concepts. Chesed Ugvura. There is the lion that's related to Chesed and the lion related to Gvura. But um, Arya is Bigamatriya Gvura. On one hand, Arya is related to Gvura as seen in the Gematria, the numerical value of Arya is the same as Gvura. Oh, but on the other hand, the Pasik says that the lion is on the right, and the right represents Chesed. So there are two different aspects to the lion that is here on the Mizbeach as well. So this explains the difference in the language the Zaya says here. First, the Zayah is talking about the mighty aspect of the lion, Gvura. Therefore, he says a mighty lion lying on its prey. Takifa showing a strength and might, to come to attack its prey and to lie on its prey. That's also a aspect of Gvura. Then the Zayar speaks about the aspect of kindness of Chesed that's in the lion. So therefore he uses the expression that it's a, a large lion that's lying on its carbon. Which in Hebrew is Godel, great, large, vast of Chesed. It resembles Chesed. As we see from the Pasuk, and this Pasuk, Gedula, refers to Hashem's kindness. The word carbon is Meloshin Kirov. When, when you bring a carbon, you elevate it, a sacrifice, and you bring it close on the Mizbeach, Kukmitzada Chesed. That's in the side of Chesed. Yimin, the right side, Kemayim Razal, Yimin Mekareves. As we see that Yimin brings close. So therefore, there are two different aspects of this fire that's in the form and the shape of a lion that's on the Mizbeach. 
Okay, so the Rebbe here will explain deeper what the Rebbe's father is teaching us here with this and explain more practically or bring it down a little bit to explain exactly what are these two aspects of Chesed and Gvure that the Zayah is referring to here in this fire on the Mizbeach. So we get at Kama Pomim. It was already explained many times. The Rebbe's father wrote these comments on the Zoya very concisely. And those subjects or those concepts that the, the, the one learning or thinking about this will come to realize this on its own is an itmevai. It doesn't explain it. It doesn't spell it out fully. So now learning the comment of the Rebbe's father here. So there's a question on what it says in the Zoya. Since this lion that we're speaking about, which is Malachoriel, or the, the lion above and the lion below, the, the shape of the fire in the Mizbeach, contains within it both of these aspects, Chesed and Gvura. So why does desire divide this into two different statements that it says separately? And then why doesn't the Zoya bring it all together? Arya Takifa Viravreve, a mighty and large lion, which is Rivia Altarfe Al Karbana, lying on its prey and on the carbon, or something similar to put these two details together. It's only one fire we're talking about, and that one fire had that shape of a lion that includes in it both of these details. Yes, it's true, Chesed and Gvura are very different and even opposite points. The Rebbe's father there explains in his comment, The fact that this line contains in it both Chesed and Gvura, it's not two separate things that it has in it. It's the inclusion of a revelation on Gvura in a vessel of Chesed. In other words, they come together. And therefore both the Chesed and Gvura are connected to the identity of this lion, of this fire on the Mizbeach. As the Rebbe before brought, the Gematria von Arye is Gvura. On one hand, the Gematria of Arye is Gvura, so meaning the, the, the lion itself is Gvura. So that's the gematria of the entire word, not just an aspect of the word. Besides the gematria, might and strength is one of the characteristics of a lion. As the Lashon of the Mishnah in Perkeyov is to be strong like a lion. That the lion, the face of the lion, it's on the right side. That's again the entire lion. So this is both aspects that describe the entire lion, the entire arye. Similar to the Karbanes, this idea that the Chesed and Gvura are included together is also true regarding Karbanes. The Karbanes, the Zaya describes with both of these Lashainis, Tarfei, that it's something which is the prey, Gvura, which shows an aspect of the might of Hashem, and Karbanes, Chesed, and the kindness of Hashem. Every single carbon has both of these aspects, Gvura and Chesed. We're not dividing it that some carbon is a Gvura and some are Chesed. The Al-Krav Every single carbon you sacrifice and you bring and you burn it on the Mizbeach, that's elevating from the world below and bringing it up 
and uh, that it should ascend above on the Mizbeach. That's an act of Gvura. Gvura refers to reconnecting back to the source, like fire, which is Gvura, that rises, goes back up to its source. On das and then by every carbon, the effect of the carbon, which it accomplishes afterwards, nachas ruach and nachas ruach does not only mean that it brings pleasure to Hashem, but it also means nachas, that it comes down, hamshochas, tainug mumayla lamato chesed, bringing down Hashem's pleasure to be revealed from above to below, which is an aspect of chesed, Hashem's kindness. So this is in every single carbon. We can say even furthermore, you have this within the very same aspect of the carbon. The sacrifice that's being brought up to Hashem, going up back to the source, is an anayfin as a tail Part of the carbon remains here below for the achilles bailam of the kainim, for the both whether the owner of the carbon or the kainim that are bringing the carbon to eat this carbon. So meaning even as far as the Aveda from below that there is in the carbon, there's also in that itself two different aspects, Chesed and Gvura. This includes even a carbon oila as well, which is completely burnt on the Mizbeach. There is still an aspect of the carbon, the hide of the animal that goes to the Kayin. Even a carbon mincha which is brought from flour and oil, was kalul taktar, has to be completely burnt on the Mizbeach, so seemingly it's only an act of gvura that you're elevating it on the Mizbeach, and there's no aspect of it that remains for the Kayin, is the inyum from them carbon, what's the point of this carbon that the Kayin brings? As im, ver this is brought for the Kayin to be, be trained into being a Kayin, or or brings a kapara, an atonement for him, by minchas Kayin ani, that applies by the case of a Kayin that brings a, a, a mincha when he's poor, that takes the place of him bringing from cattle, from an animal, a carbon oila, if he was rich. So you see that there is also a benefit in this carbon for the kain, which is the aspect of chesed in the carbon. So the point that the Rebbe is saying here is that in all carbonists you have both chesed and gvura. The same is also regarding the nachas ruach of Hashem, when you bring Kurbanis, that in this itself, there's also both a Chesed aspect and a Gvura aspect. Their Kirov Chesed from the Mevishin to Makriva Karbin, the closeness that Hashem gives and, and the, the, the flow that comes from Hashem, which is a Chesed, which is in the carbon, giving to the person bringing the carbon, is Fabunim Mit, Amarti, Benasir, Etsaini. But it's connected with this that Hashem has said, and we do as well, Falgin und Bittel, which means to listen, to follow. And to nullify yourself to Hashem's will. On das rikzachais in kiyum atayram va mitzvus. This is expressed by this that we fulfill Hashem's mitzvus. Was das alt is fabunimit gvura. That's an act of gvura where a person disciplines himself and nullifies himself to Hashem. Hanhage and anayfum mukbul davke to behave in a very specific, limited manner. Loit the dinah mishpatei atayra according to the laws and requirements of tayra. So therefore, in this nachas ruach when one listens to Hashem, following what Hashem orders. There is the chesed aspect, that therefore this brings closeness to Hashem, and also a gvura aspect, disciplining and listening and following what Hashem says. So the conclusion of all of this, we come to the question, So 
So therefore the question here is, not only that it would be possible for the Zoyar to write this in a more concise manner, to put it all together, the two aspects of the lion that there is on the Mizbeach, but the Zoyar should be saying it both together, to point out this inclusion of both Chesed and Gvura that there is in the, in the lion, that's represented in the shape of the fire on the Mizbeach. So we can explain the point here of why the Zoya divides this into two different aspects, the chesed that there is in the Aryeh, the fire in the Mizbeach, and the Gvura that there is in this fire. Hagam in Aryeh Yes, it's true in this lion, there are both of these aspects, chesed, umgvura, tzizamen, and they're both together. But nevertheless, there is a distinction regarding the expression and the revelation of both of these aspects. Amal is gvura begoloi unda chesed behelam. At times, the gvura aspect of this fire is more expressed, and the chesed aspect is concealed. And then at times, it's the reverse. So yes, there is always an inclusion of both, but which one is more emphasized? Which one is more highlighted? The far tells us desire and svevas under the fallen. So therefore, desire divides this into two different statements. There's the Ariat Kifir Ravi Al Tarfe, the strong, mighty lion lying on its prey. Valeret in the Darga von Ariev in the Kava Gvura is Begilu. Here the Zayah is speaking about the lion when the aspect of its Gvura is more expressed, the Kava Chesed Behelen, and the Chesed aspect is concealed. On the Nachzakter, Ariat Ravreve, Ravi Al Karbana, that there's the great lion, the big lion that lies on its carbon. Here he's speaking about the lion when the chesed aspect is revealed, the kava gvura behelem, and the gvura aspect of it is concealed. So this is the general explanation regarding the fact that yes, on one hand there is an inclusion of both together, but yet the Zaya divides them. But however, the question now is, in so what brings this difference between these two statements in the Zayar? See, the Kava Chesed is Begilui, other the Kava Chesed. Is it the Kava Gvura which is Begilui or Chesed? What causes this change? Every carbon does have both aspects in it, but sometimes it's the Gvura or the Chesed which is revealed. So we still need an explanation. What is really the Zayar telling us with both of these statements about the fire on the Mizbeach that sometimes it's more Chesed and sometimes more Gvura? So here we come into getting a deeper understanding of what really is this chesed and gvura that we're speaking about over here regarding this fire. So so we can understand this, therefore, by looking further there into the Zayah, what it says. Before the Zayah says the second point about this fire, that it's that it's like this great lion that lies on the carbon, is a makdim, the Zayah says two points as an introduction. Aleph number one, as das is kamashal amelech, was matan gishikta deirein, that this is like the analogy of a king that was sent a gift. Um, says im gefelen gevaren, and he really uh, appreciated this gift. Hatagizak, so what the king said la'avda, he says to his servant, zil v'tel deirein da dasili, go and take this gift that has been brought to me. So the Zayah says, Azayayich, so too, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu Uriel, Hashem says to the Malach Uriel, Zil v'kabul deirona debonai kreven kamoi. Go and receive this gift that my children have brought for me. That's one point the Zayah says. Now, Beis, another point the Zayah says, as of the state that regarding this, that we're saying that there's the great fire on the Mizbeach that's like chesed, like the chesed of the lion, 
So this is connected to the Pasuk that says, That the fire comes out and it consumes the carbonus on the Mizbeach. And this refers to Bayoim Ashmini on the eighth day when the Mishkan was put up. And Zaya says, This refers to Uriel that descends below in the appearance of a fire, to receive this gift that Hashem tells him to receive. And it's on this that the Zaya then says that he appears like a great lion, lying on the carbon, which again, as we learned before, is the chesed aspect of the carbon. But we see here now the context of where the Zaya brings this in. It's regarding a gift that Hashem really appreciates. And then this, this gift refers to which was on Bayoim Ashmini on the eighth day when Yidin brought the carbon, or Arnakim brought the carbon then in the Mishkan. Based on this, we can say, when it comes to a real, or the, the lion, the fire on the Mizbeach, that consumes the carbon, there are two different ways how this happens. The way this is usually, by every carbon. Usually, the main force of this fire that's more expressed and revealed is the, the Gvura aspect. Arya Takifa Revial Tarfe, the mighty lion that lies on its prey. But Pays, but then there's another point here, which is a Chiddush, which is unusual, when Omar HaKadosh Baruch when Hashem goes and tells Ariel, go receive this gift, when Erba Kumtat Sivri, he's commanded and gets empowered from above, from Hashem, to receive this gift, so this is unique regarding a carbon where what's highlighted here is that this is being brought as a gift, which is not necessarily by every carbon as will be explained later. So then even the gvura aspect that's here in this carbon becomes transformed into kindness, into chesed. And the far is in the is there inyan chesed by imbegilus. So therefore, the main thing that's shining and that's highlighted here is the chesed aspect of the carbon, and that's what the zay is referring to when it says that there's a arya ravreve. And the far, so therefore, forbid the zay demfal dafke mitn vatetzi eish malafnei Hashem gaimer. This is connected with what the pasuk says that a fire comes out, and what's the source of this fire? Lefnei Hashem from before Hashem. What does this mean? This took place on the eighth day when Yidin were putting up the Mishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu put up the Mishkan for seven days and then finally on the eighth day the Shechina comes down. And therefore this change in the nature of this fire that has the form of the lion, that it's now this large lion, instead of the mighty lion, which is a result of this, that a real is being empowered by Hashem to come and receive this gift, this is this could be compared, or this is really the point there of the change that there is between the seven days prior, that the Eden brought, the Karbanis brought there, Moshe Rabbeinu put up the Mishkan, and he brought Karbanis there for seven days. But then the fire on the Mizbeah that consumed the Karbanis was the ordinary fire, the lion that's like a Gvura, a mighty lion. And then on the eighth day, coming from a higher level, from Hashem himself, and that's a, a different level of a fire. This is the lion that has the aspect of Chesed in it, and this is the unique lion that the Zayah is speaking about here. 
So we understand why the Zayda divides this into two different statements. It's a special Chiddush regarding the special fire, the aspect of the fire, or the nature of the fire that it is on the eighth day. So to explain this, the Rebbe will give us a deeper understanding of what is the difference between the Shiva Simeh Miluim, the seven days the Mishkan was put up, and then finally the eighth day when the Shekhinah comes down. So it was once already explained at length, and this that Chazal tell us, on the seven days that Moshe Rabbeinu put up the Mishkan, that was beginning on Chav Gimel Adar for seven days, until the the Shechina did not dwell in the Mishkan. So there's a question on this. The Lachayda seemingly vibalt as eichin the shivas yimei miluim help memakir given korbanis even in those days the seven days of miluim korbanis were brought there. Like Velachah state regarding every carbon it says reach nichayach l'ashem that this brings a pleasure to Hashem. The kumtes how how is it as the korbanis have a nitayvgut on ashras hashchina and mishkan that these korbanis did not accomplish that the shchina should be dwelling in the mishkan. So the answer to this question is, as in Ashras, Ashkin is in Ufaram, Kamadargis. When we speak about the fact that only on the eighth day did the Shekhinah dwell, that's because there are various levels to Shekhinah, and only a higher level of Shekhinah is that it's saying here that it only came down on the eighth day. Generally, the levels of Shekhinah could be divided into two levels. Aleph, the first is, Agile Shekhinah Vizkum Mitzadavedes Anivra. A level of Shekhinah that comes down through and because of the Aveda of a creation, a person in this world, and based on and measured to whatever his Aveda can reach. This is a revelation of Shekhinah that's limited to the system that Hashem creates, of, that's called Seder Ishtal within creation. That's how far the Aveda of a human being can reach. In the language that's used in Chassidus to explain this, this is a revelation, an awakening that comes from above. But But it's only being drawn down through the inspiration that comes from below. And therefore it's measured and limited according to what it could reach. That's one level of Shechina. But then the higher level, there's the level of Shechina that dwells in the Mishkan that comes from above. Which means from the Milo it comes from a level and a place that's totally above any system or any limitation. Which is higher than the service that a, that a creation here does in this world. This is Hashem revealing Himself and coming down from above to below on His own, not related and not being generated through the Aveda from below. This is the difference between the seven days that the Mishkan was put up and the Karbanis were brought and the eighth day. Those were the days where there was Aveda, there was preparation. The Mata, Meshe Rabbeinu and the Eden below were doing their Aveda to generate and bring down the Shechina and the Mishkan. And therefore, yes, it brought down a revelation of Shechina, but only a level of Shechina that's within a certain framework of creation, And therefore, the number of days that, is, that resembles the level of Shechina that came down is seven. The seven days, corresponding to the seven days of construction, meaning creating the world, which is the system of creation. But when it comes to the eighth day, 
which is a level higher than that, out of that system of creation, is given the Gilui Hashchina Mitzad Lamaila. Here, there's a revelation of Shechina that comes from above. The glory of Hashem is revealed. This is a level of Shmini that comes from a place that's totally removed of any level of Ishtal Shalos. Not, re- not related at all to the Aveda of a person in this world. So seemingly, according to this, it comes out that on the eighth day, the Shechina came down, not at all associated with anything, any Aveda that was done on that day. But you can't say that because there was carbonis that were brought on this day. And in fact, the fire that came down, even on the eighth day, was a fire that came down to consume the carbon that was brought on the eighth day. So the question still is, what is the difference between the Aveda on the seven days that generates that revelation of Shechina to consume the carbonis and the carbon brought on the eighth day and the Shechina comes down from above to consume the carbon on that day? The Rebbe explains, Yes, it's true that the number eight and the eighth day represents a level that comes from above, that's removed of creation, and therefore so completely higher than any level that a person can reach, but yet at the same time, in order that these revelations that are coming down from above, should not come down and reach the person, that it should be shame-bred, that a person receives it in a way that he's not at all appreciative of this, and as he doesn't feel like that he earned this. is eingestellt geworden, so therefore Hashem established as Allah Hamshachis kumen durech, that all revelations from above, including these revelations that are beyond a person's reach, have to all come through other hakdamas aveda, whether come directly through a person's aveda, or at least with an introduction of a person doing something and serving Hashem to create a certain, uh, to, to be appreciative or to feel like he earns this revelation. So yes, it is completely beyond the level that the person reaches, but nevertheless, the person has to do his utmost in order that he should be able to appreciate this revelation. On vimezet in dem inyin gufa, as you see right here, regarding this, this subject we're speaking about, the fire that came down on the eighth day, as hey, this is given the Asher Asa Shchene b'Mishkan b'Shmini Lamiluim before the Shchene dwells in the Mishkan on the eighth day. Hotkemustzayin, it first had to be on an in them Yoyim Ashmini Gufa on this eighth day itself. Karbanes Aaron v'Avidosay, the Karbanes of Aaron Akayin and all the Avodah he does on this day was through them Alim Davke Tisha Shchene b'Chem. Only through this does the Shchene come and dwell in the Mishkan. So we see over here that even though Arnakayin did the Aveda, or before Moshe Rabbeinu as well, did the Aveda in the Shechina, in the Mishkan that is, in the Shiva Simei Milum, in the seven days before, which were an introduction, so you may say, okay, so that's enough, that it should not be Namid Echsufet. It's not shame bread, it's he earns it, there was Aveda preparation of seven days, but even that's not enough. You need the Aveda of the eighth day as well, because you need a different type of Aveda, unique Aveda, that should be sort of a keli, or at least somewhat similar to this new concept, this new level of revelation that's going to come down on the eighth day. Take a look in order 27, you'll see that Rebbe points this out, that it has to be a different type of Aveda that should be somewhat similar to this new revelation that comes down. Okay, so now, but nevertheless, Norvibal, continuing inside the Sikh, Norvibal, since we are speaking about the revelation of Shechina that comes from above, and it's completely removed of the definitions or the limitations of the creation, 
So it's move on, it's understood as it says, So there's a big difference in how this, what's the content of this Aveda? What, what defines this Aveda versus great in the that causes this level of Shechina to come down on the eighth day? Comparing to the kind of Aveda that was done on the seven days prior that generates a revelation that's, that's limited, that's limited within the system of creation. So even though ultimately a human being does not generate this Aveda of the eighth day, but nevertheless, the Aveda of the eighth day has to be different in its nature in order to be somewhat related to this new type of revelation that comes down on the eighth day. So the question now here is, what is the difference between the carbonis that were brought on the seven days and the carbon that was brought on the eighth day? Seemingly, it's just another variation of carbonis, but it is not very different than any of the carbonis that were brought on the seventh, on the seven days before. So the Rebbe will explain this. So we'll understand this by first looking at what we find there. As nit on the seven days before, Aaron Akain also brought one bull for a carbon. And what was this bull being brought for? This is coming to bring an atonement for what happened with the golden calf, with the egel, which an egel is, is a, a calf, which is then a bull when it, when it becomes older. So this par is resembling this egel that Yidna bringing a kapara for. That was on the seven days. But yet we also find an Again, Arnakain is bringing, and here is actually bringing a calf as a carbon for a chatas, for a forgive, for, for an atonement. And here Rashi says, This is to notify Yidin that Hashem forgave Yidin for the for, through this eagle here that's being brought now. For the Egel that actually Arna Kain himself was involved in, in creating. So the question is, Rashi emphasizes that now Hashem is saying that I'm forgiving you when? Through this Egel, through this calf that's being brought today on the eighth day. But before Rashi said that on the seven days when the par, when the bull was brought, that was a kapara on the Egel. So what's this new kapara that Dafka now Hashem is forgiving? So Kemen we can say the answer is, it's a different level of atonement. As der von der kapare, what is the meaning? What is really the content of this atonement here? Is nit kaparas nafshay. It's not an atonement for the soul, nor beloshen von alten Rebben. Rather, to use the language Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, and you get a satshuva, lechaper lefnei Hashem, lies nachasruach lekainoi. That you should come to this level where you are standing in front of Hashem and giving Him pleasure, additional pleasure. In other words, kaparas nafsha refers to the fact that when a person sins, it blemishes its soul. It disconnects him from Hashem. There's a certain distance, a disconnect. Now the basic kapara is to remove those blemishes, to remove those, that disconnection and to have, be able to come and stand in front of the king. But nevertheless, there's still something more that can be accomplished. Now you bring an additional carbon as a gift to the king, in order that not only should you be now allowed to come and stand in front of the king, and the blemishes are gone, the negative is gone, but actually to create a new beautiful and, and uh, gishmaki relationship with Hashem that comes through a gift, when you bring out a certain close and deeper re- appreciation of the king for you. That's the idea of nachas ruach l'kainai, a deeper and more uh, of a revelation in this relationship. 
So now, the Rebbe explains, in the Karbanes, Meshivas Yimei the Karbanes that were brought on the seven days before, they accomplished a revelation and a level of atonement that's all limited within the system of creation, and that, as the Rebbe explained before, the, the, the number of seven, the seven days, all related to the level that a human being can reach, this is all an Aveda where a person is working on completing himself and perfecting himself, his soul, his entity should be complete as Lazayim B'Shleimus. He should be perfect to come and stand in front of Hashem. But then there are Karbanes that have to bring about a revelation from above, a deeper revelation from a deeper place from them, from a level that's above any system of creation. Here, what's the idea of this carbon? This is a gift. This is to provide and give Hashem a pleasure, to reveal and draw down a relationship with Hashem which will be characterized by a pleasure, a pleasure relationship. This is similar to the statement that the Gemara says, A person never gives a gift if it's not something that's coming to express a certain appreciation. So when Eden bring a carbon on the eighth day, it's a different type of carbon, even though it seems like it's just another carbon for the kapara of Chet Egel. But Rashi is telling us that it's only here that there is a different level of kapara that brings an appreciation that Hashem now is related and connected to the Eden with love, on a deeper level, with a gishmak. And thus is the Diyakaloshen. This is also the exact words that Rashi uses here when he talks about the eighth day, This is to notify that Hashem forgives Yidin. When it comes to the seven days and the bull was brought, there Rashi says it's an atonement. What's the difference? But the Karbanis from Shmini Lamiluim, the Karbanis that were brought on the eighth day is in Fabulimit Chavivus. They're connected to a certain love that Hashem expresses in his relationship with Yidin. As Mizmerutze Bechavit Lafon of Yisbarach, that Yidin are fully accepted and beloved in front of Hashem. But the Far is Mimaydia Omegala Shamachapalai Kadesh Baruch and therefore we notify, and the Rebbe adds, Maydia also is an expression of love, and we express this that Hashem forgives, because this forgiveness is not just. You know, if someone does something bad and you want to wipe, wipe away that, that negative of the past, it's not something that you announce and let everyone know about this atonement or this forgiving, because after all, there's something negative about the fact that you have to wipe this away. That's usually the concept of kapara. Kapara means to wipe off the negative past. But here we're talking about Hashem expressing His love to Yidin. So this is something which you reveal and express, the Abish's special love to Yidin that comes out specifically on the carbon on the eighth day. So this brings us back now to understand the difference between the fire that's on the Mizbeach on the seven days or usually on the Mizbeach and then the fire in the shape of a lion that's on the Mizbeach on the eighth day. And the Zoya speaks about the fact that there's the fire in the shape of a lion, but it divides in two different statements, whether it's the shape of a lion related to Gvura, like a mighty lion, or the lion that's related to Chesed, a large lion. When the lion comes down, the fire, that's the, 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 the fire in the shape of a lion. Which is a result of carbonus usually. is from It's related to a level that comes down that's, that's within the system of creation.
revelation. But it's an iron mugbal, a limited revelation. And the fire is that ikkeboy in yina So therefore, what characterizes this fire primarily? Gvura tzimtzum, the might, which Lamaila refers to the fact that Hashem limits himself. Arya takifer vial tarfe, the mighty line, referring to a gvura where Hashem limits himself. But then there's another aspect of Karbanis, which is being brought after there's a full atonement. And now this is to create a deeper relationship, like a gift. Right? This is the marshal that the Medrash said when it spoke about this. It said that Hashem receives a gift. To bring Hashem pleasure. This will bring down a greater revelation from above, higher than Eshtal Shalos. And therefore the Medrash says, or the Zayr says that is, that Hashem himself says to Uriel, go and receive this carbon. This is the fire on the eighth day that comes from Lufnei Hashem to, to consume the carbon. And therefore then, the Zayah says separately, So here, the Gvuras that there is, whatever limitation that is, all gets elevated and, and uh, transformed into full kindness, a full revelation. And now, it's a great lion that's on the Mizbeach, and it's elevating the Karbanis, that's the Chesed aspect, which is the full revelation of kindness, specifically, which was revealed on the eighth day, when Yidin had this higher level of Aveda, much more than the previous seven days.